What's happening, fam? Welcome to season two of the podcast. If you've been listening for a while, you might be wondering about the branding and all the changes throughout our first year. You see, some might see it as turmoil or not knowing what you want, but I like to think of it as growth and development because, quite honestly, that sounds a whole lot better. Regardless, though, what was initially titled Clear as Mud and what subsequently became Bayhouse Sessions is now known as Better Tomorrow. It feels right, and we're excited about the road ahead. So if year one was about going back in time and seeking to understand some of the biggest decisions that have led us to this point, then this upcoming season is about leveraging that inherent wisdom to make sure all our days are relatively good ones, to open ourselves up to the many opportunities we have for personal growth, and ultimately to make sure that tomorrow is destined to become a better version of today. This time around, we've got another set of fascinating friends in mind. Some might even be repeats. Matter of fact, it might even be you, listening today, not realizing you'll be the one speaking tomorrow. You never know, right? With that being said, I wanted to share a bit more about myself as we begin season two. I've had multiple requests to produce an episode about my own story in life. But since we're not quite there yet, and since I'm still incredibly intent on sharing your amazing narratives, I'm hoping that for the time being, you'll enjoy hearing some country music and learning about one of my greatest passions in life. Mexico City Beach. I was 20-something, looking for meaning and adventure the world over. I found myself instantly attached to voices I'd never known, and I fell in love with country music. It all started with Travis Tritt on the front porch of my beachside apartment. A friend from the Carolinas brought over a case of cheap beer and a country album. Instantly, I was hooked on the melodies and the storytelling. It was an older place, slightly more expensive, but right off the main street, next to a convenience store and walking distance from a dive bar with a drive-through window. I loved being so close to the water, falling asleep each night to the rolling waves, completely connected to the world. The isolation though was so damn lonely at times, yet incredibly good for the soul. My favorite was having a beer in one hand, a cigarette in the other, watching the daily sun vanish into the horizon. Staring out from that porch many times over, there was always country in the background. Then Kenny Chesney came through like a ray of sunshine with his nostalgic voice, telling stories about summer and life and love. It was everything that moved me, and it felt so right. How every verse I could identify with, and every chorus I wish were true. I'm still not sure how it became so natural. How his voice brings me towards center in a second or two. 
You can hear the cries from the carnival rides, the pinball bells and the ski ball slides, watching the summer sun fall out of sight. I remember getting ready for Washington on my way to Germany. It was bright out, the town deserted as usual after spring break. My belongings packed and cleared out. I was on an empty carpet, contemplating the future, but not so ready to leave the past. Listening to stories about the beach and old blue chairs. She likes to feel the sand beneath her feet. Driving toward the western sky on US Route 40, another Red Bull resting in the console, I was on the move again. Traveling down the straightest stretches of highway you will ever see, scanning the radio for country stations, waiting for the latest from Lady A to fill the open space. Their song had become an anthem of sorts, and driving with the radio playing for a week's time, I certainly heard my share. Then there I was, fumbling for my driver's license, pulled over by a state trooper. Before I'd seen the flashing lights and made sense of that unmarked truck, it was nothing more than a speck in the barren southwest desert. All of a sudden, we were on the side of the road. And while he could have become another one of those shitty memories, we ended up chatting about my change of station and the sometimes excruciating drive. He thanked me for my service. Slow down and be careful out there, he said. I was grateful and pushed forth, waiting again for Lady A. Years after the beach and two bases removed from Germany, I found myself in the suburbs of Las Vegas, singing to a baby girl each night, repeating the same old song. It was certainly different from the life I'd known, this time under mountains of stress, but still moving forward. She's answered by the taillights. Shining through the window pane. He said, I wanna see you. This was the Zach Brown Band, the nightly ritual lasting over three years, to the point where both our girls knew to ask for colder weather at bedtime. Can I call you then? It's amazing how people from such different parts of life became intimately part of mine and the memories I created with the girls. Ask them about it today and they'll know exactly how it goes. I hope they grow up to appreciate country like their dad, knowing it's always been a family tradition to admire the songs and the likes of Zach Brown. There are just too many heartfelt voices to mention since Mexico City Beach, plenty of verses to recall, and some unforgettable choruses stitching everything together. For a kid who grew up thinking country was never meant for him, I'm happy to have found a love so strong. You see, music doesn't care about where you were born or how you were raised. It simply adds to the life you create and the stories you tell along the way. 
we could all learn something from that. You ain't ever gonna change. You got a gypsy soul to blame. And